Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Powered by the Salvation Army. With just 11 giving days left until Christmas, there's never been a better time to join the fight to fill empty bellies. To give through Alexa, say, Alexa, make a donation to the Salvation Army, or visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Nationwide bomb threats look like a new spin on an old Bitcoin scam by Emily Dreyfus. In offices and universities all across the country Thursday, the same threat appeared in email inboxes. Pay $20,000 worth of Bitcoin or a bomb will detonate in your building. Police departments sent out alerts. Workers from Los Angeles to Raleigh, North Carolina, evacuated their cubicles in the middle of the day. All over Twitter, people posted screenshots of the emails, many different versions of which appear to have been blasted out. As of Thursday afternoon, no bombs had been found and cybersecurity experts largely dismissed the threats as an elaborate hoax. Not all police departments have confirmed it as a scam, but it certainly appears to be a steep escalation of a Bitcoin blackmail tactic that took off this summer. In that scheme, victims received an email claiming that a hacker commandeered their webcam while they were watching pornography and would release the resulting photos publicly if the target didn't pay a small amount in Bitcoin. It was an obvious lie, but one that nevertheless earned its perpetrators half a million dollars. In an apparent attempt to increase the urgency, this wave of attacks swaps out sextortion in favor of fake bombs. The New York Police Department said in its initial warning on Twitter that the threats did not appear to be credible and told Wired that though they were investigating reports, they had found no bombs. Police in Park City, Utah, quickly called at least one threat a hoax. Police will investigate every email, given that it involves potential physical harm but the likelihood that someone planted actual bombs in hundreds or thousands of buildings all across America is next to zero. 
This is not a credible threat. It's clearly a hoax, said security researcher Troy Mersch, who has been tracking the sextortion scams. Like those, today's threats were sent out in mass automated batches to email addresses that the miscreants could have bought or found online. Those emails could have been scraped from public websites, accessed in data breaches, or compiled from shady email marketers. Many of the recipients suspected a scam immediately. My first thought was that it looked like a hoax. I didn't even give it a second thought, says social media researcher Kelly Burns, who received a threat to her University of South Florida email address this morning. Burns says that the language gave it away, as often happens with phishing emails and other scams. My subject line was, you are responsible for people, which didn't sound like the person was a native English speaker, Burns says. Other people in her department received slightly different wording, but all shared the same diction. Her director immediately emailed everyone to say that it was some kind of scam and that the university police were looking into it. To Marsh, the bomb threat scam is both familiar and totally new. This new Bitcoin extortion scam is something else. We've been tracking the sextortion Bitcoin scam, but this is the first time we've seen bomb threats being sent out in the same vein as a sextortion one, he says. It's a terrible strategy. That's not just for the disruption it sows, but also in that it seems poorly thought out on the part of the criminals. A violent threat, coupled with a request for a very high sum, will likely generate intense law enforcement scrutiny more than actual payouts. The sextortion scam works in part by being remotely believable and asking only for small amounts of money. For some people, it may be worth paying just to put the whole nightmare behind them. A figure of $20,000 is much harder for a random email recipient to get their hands on in a short amount of time and seems suspicious to those who received it. By Mersh's count, at least 15 different Bitcoin wallets tied to the mass threats have circulated Thursday. As of 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, only two deposits have been made into any of them, with funds totaling less than a single U.S. dollar. But money may not have been the point here. From Idaho to California to Texas and New York, and even Ottawa and Toronto, the bomb threats disrupted the workday and caused panic. Newspapers, universities, gaming software companies, municipal buildings, all were briefly evacuated. If the main objective was general chaos, it worked. I went on Twitter and I was shocked that all these different places of business were closing and evacuating. I don't know if it's just a sign of the times that we're all so on edge, worried about mass shootings and terrorism, USF's Burns says. In another sign of the times, Mersh points out that even though these threats are most likely a hoax, there's always a danger that someone with actually violent intentions could piggyback off this moment and plant a real bomb. The emailers themselves seem to have considered this, apparently trying to give themselves an out. Each email ended with the note, If an explosion occurred and the authorities noticed this letter, we aren't the terrorist organization and don't assume any liability for explosions in other buildings. A representative for the FBI told Wired the agency is working with law enforcement around the country, but didn't elaborate further. The failure of whoever is behind these threats to actually get any money may make law enforcement's job harder. The easiest way to find the perpetrators would be to follow the money placed in the public Bitcoin blockchain ledger. If nobody does pay the ransom, it's going to be hard to track from the follow-the-money angle, Mersh says. Absent that, 
law enforcement will try to track the servers that sent the emails. Indeed, Twitter sleuths were already doing so on Thursday afternoon. Many people reported that they traced the email to a server that appeared to be based in Russia. However, it's tricky to actually pinpoint where spam like this actually originates. That so-called Russian server could be a proxy for one thing. Botnets and Tor networks can also be employed to hide the origins of spam emails like this. Tricky, but not impossible. I suspect that these extortionists will get caught soon, and I would caution anyone who might think of using cryptocurrencies for crime that they are likely to get tracked and caught, says Cornell computer scientist Emin Gunserer. Law enforcement is quite savvy about both email and Bitcoin tracking. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.